Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Kidd, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Michael K. Williams, 50 Cent, Britney Spears, Rihanna, Bob Odenkirk, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Roll it. J.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC. Up on the train and the radio is all I need. In the fuse and celeb news, I last see. That's entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of pop culture. Radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Save adolescents from the ghetto town of stages. Gotta make a change in. That's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune. The men's is nice, the jazz is the better crews. The original car, I win cause we plan to lose. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder sent to you when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 And press the number 1 Also like us on Facebook Just go to www.facebook.com Slash That's Entertainment Radio Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1 That's T-H-A-T-S Entertain and the number 1 You can also follow me on Twitter At Stiletto14 That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O And the number 14 You can also follow me on Instagram At T Jones Gibbs Right now, the current temperature in the NY is mostly sunny, 79 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there from the East Coast, the West Coast, the Americas, Europe, Asia. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. And as usual, we got lots to talk about for the week. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the passing of an incredible actor, a talented actor. We're talking about actor Emmy nominated actor Michael K. Williams. He died suddenly uh, over the weekend and uh, to it, it just came such a shock to not just his fans but his family as well. So we're going to be talking about him today. Also, uh, we're also going to be talking about 50 Cent. Of course, as usual, as long as I've been having this show, Something is wrong with 50 Cent. I think it's time to really cancel him out because he never has nothing good to say about anybody. And with the sudden death of Michael K. Williams, of course he had to put his uh, nonsense in something negative, something disrespectful as usual. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, we might be seeing some good news from Miss Britney Spears. Her father, Jamie Spears, had filed a petition yesterday on Tuesday to end the pop star 13-year-old court conservatorship. We're going to be talking about that. Also, Rihanna is back in the news. Apparently, she has reached a settlement with her father, Ronald Fenty. Uh, just two weeks before the two were scheduled to appear in court, uh, they, she dropped the entire lawsuit against her father. And uh, actor Bob Odenkirk, who you know him from the show Better Call Saul, well, he returned back to the set after he suffered a heart attack while filming the Breaking Bad Pequel series. That's just the tip of the iceberg. And also uh, good news for Drake, apparently... He is Spotify. Uh, Spotify made the announcement about uh, Drake has been uh, his highly anticipated six full studio albums, Certified Lover Boy, uh, has um, 
has broke new records for Spotify. It's the most streamed album in a single day. And also, uh, we're going to be, uh, it, you know, it's September now. You know what that means, the start of the Mets Gala, the fall season. Uh, well, Kiki Palmer and Ilana Glazer, they're getting ready to team up to host the live stream of the red carpet coverage of the Met Gala. So that's just a – and, oh, Megan Trainer and her brother, they're getting ready to launch, launch their own podcast series. I'll tell you what their podcast series are going to be about. So let's get started. Um, the details of uh, Michael K. Williams, if you're not familiar with him, he's, he's an Emmy-nominated actor. Uh, he's been... He's been, how can I say, he's the most talented actor that i ever seen. He's originally from Brooklyn, um, and he was recently on Tamron Hall's show a couple of months ago talking about his struggles with uh, substance abuse. He talked about his roles. He talked about always uh, coming from escaping the hood and, and giving back to the hood. And, uh, you know, he made his last strong performance was in Lovecraft Country, which unfortunately was canceled by HBO. Just a talented actor. And um, his shocking death has surfaced as fans and friends are still reeling from his untimely passing. And while an official cause of death has not been released by authorities, a report said that he died of a suspected drug overdose. A law enforcement sources tell TMZ that the actor was found dead in his Brooklyn apartment on Monday, September 6th, after a relative who hadn't heard from him in a couple of days went over there to check on him. He was reportedly found in the living room of his home and drug paraphernalia discovered on a table nearby suggesting he may have died from an overdose. Now, Williams became a household name thanks to his role as Omar Little on the HBO drama series The Wire. He's also known for his portrayal of Albert Chalky White on the HBO series uh, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, the New York Post, uh, interesting, um, had first report his death, revealing that the body was found by his nephew. Uh, his longtime representative, Mariana Shafran, said in a statement that the family was grappling with deep sorrow at this unsurmountable loss. Now, William died at the age of 54, just days after he announced he had signed on to play legendary boxer trainer Doc Brodus in a new George Foreman biopic. He was set to team up with Chris Davis and Sullivan Jones in the untitled movie to be directed by George Tillman, Jr. So like I said, such an incredible loss in Hollywood, a very talented actor. And I remember uh, Michael K. Williams on The Wire, how that role of Omar Little was very groundbreaking. And um, he had just did, um, he was on, he got so many, like, he, there was some Emmy buzz about his performance on Lovecraft Country on HBO. So it's just such a loss. I mean, I, re, I was in the car going to, I think I was coming from Brooklyn, actually, and I'm hearing um, this news coming over the Internet, over social media, that he had passed away. I was like, wait a minute, is this the same Michael K. Williams from The Wire? What? I was like, no, this can't be. This can't be. And sure enough, it was. It's just so unfortunate. And then he was just on Tamron Hall's show a couple months back talking about, uh, you know, if if you know what what if he didn't go into acting and entertainment, what would have happened to him? You know, coming from you know the hood and. You know, getting out of that scene. You know, he doesn't. He he said that he didn't know what he was going to be. You know, or you know, it might have turned out differently for him. So such a tragic loss, really. I mean, an Emmy nominee actor. I think he was on, uh, nominated five times, if I'm not mistaken. But um, when things like this happen, you know, and the outpouring of love from Ava DuVernay, his friend Wendell Pierce, who was on The Wire, social outpouring, uh, Carrie Washington, she uh, said some kind words about him because she had worked with him. 
just I mean, it's just a shame. But um one person as usual, never have anything nice to say. And we're talking about 50 cents. So when I'm when I heard about this, I was not surprised because that's his MO. And people have gotten used to his excessive trolling. That's what they call it. But no one, according to this report, was prepared for his shocking comments on Michael K. Williams. I wasn't shocked because that's that's how 50 cents is. He, following the Boardwalk Empire star setting passing, he posted insensitive comments about the late actor. The rapper turned actor was one of those who have taken to social media to react to Williams' death, but instead of paying tribute, he made use of the occasion to promote his new star series, Power Book 3, Raising Canaan. Now, this is what he said. This is what he wrote on Instagram along with a screenshot of the New York Post article that mentioned fentanyl could have contributed to Williams' suspected drug overdose. He said, um, damn, if you didn't see Raisin Canaan, check it out. That fentanyl is no joke, killing the clientele. Rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. 50 Cent later brought up his past differences with Williams in another post saying, quote, don't ever try to understand me. I'm different. I don't do all the fake love shit, unquote. Uh, we, we, we definitely know that. Uh, 50 later edited the caption of his initial post, but it was not less distasteful. A uh, new caption alert said, hey, Jimmy, your man OD'd. That's what he also put down. All posts referencing Williams have since been deleted from Fiddy's uh, Instagram page, but not before fans caught wind of it. Nevertheless, to say the uh, in-the-club spitter soon came under fire for his inconsiderate post. And this is what one fan reacted to 50 Cent's post saying, quote, this is disgusting, and I really hope some of his peers will get on the phone with him and let him know how out of order he is. And then another person wrote, like, I can't, the disrespect is real. A third person commented saying, quote, something is wrong with this man. He needs help. Some other told 50 to just shut up as they wrote, he literally could just not say anything. And just don't say nothing, 50. This is hurting my feelings. I ain't no kin to the man. And another person said, why haven't he been canceled yet? Williams was found dead again in his Brooklyn apartment on Monday, September 6th, by his nephew who checked on him. He reportedly died of a possible drug overdose as a drug paraphernalia was discovered on a table nearby. And like I said, I was not shocked because that is 50 cents. That's how he is. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm surprised, you know, he hasn't been canceled a long time ago. Because he has no regard, no respect for anybody's feelings. He, you know, when he say he 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 doesn't do the fake love, he he don't, he's not that kind of person. He is absolutely right. And the day is going to come when he's going to get his feelings hurt, and it's going to hurt bad. And 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 he, you know. He, it just doesn't make any sense. You know, they said, you know that old saying, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. He needs to be quiet. If you don't have anything to say, just keep quiet. Because really, do people want to really hear that negativity that's coming out of your mouth? Seriously. Do people really need to hear that negativity right about now, especially coming from uh, someone who passed away that was respected and loved in the industry by fans and by his own peers alike? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm just not surprised. He, he's just, it's just getting a little tiresome and, and it's just getting old, and he needs to stop it. He really does. He really needs to stop that. Um, also, uh, Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, he filed a petition yesterday, Tuesday, to end the pop star's 13-year-old court conservatorship. Jamie has been Britney conservator since the arrangement was established in 2008. It gave him control over his daughter's life and finances after a series of highly publicized mental health incidents. In June, Brittany made a forceful plea to end the conservatorship, telling a Los Angeles court it was abusive and scary. 
Jamie said in mid-August that he would agree to step down as conservador but did not specify a date for his departure and implied at the time that someone would replace him. Jamie and professional manager Jody Montgomery had been co-conservators since 2019 when Montgomery became conservator of Britney's life while Jamie continued to handle her finances. Montgomery has not publicly commented on Jamie's Tuesday night petition, and the judge, Brenda Penny, will need to approve the petition. Right now, we got 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you listen to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. We've been on the air for over 10 years now. We broadcast live from New York City from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, and uh, we would love for you to follow us. Just uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain is the number one. You can like us. We have a Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment.radio. Also, you can follow me at Stiletto14 on Twitter and on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Rihanna seemed to have reached a settlement with Ronald Fenty uh, just two weeks before the two were scheduled to appear in court. The We Found Love hitmaker dropped her entire lawsuit against her father. According to the court documents obtained by Radar, the 33-year-old singer told the court on Tuesday, September 7, that she withdrew her lawsuit against Ronald. The self-made billionaire and her father were set to appear in court on September 22 for the trial. They were originally scheduled to be in court in June, but they agreed to postpone it to September. Of the reason why, Rihanna's legal team explained that she was in the United Kingdom and would not be able to make it to Los Angeles due to the pandemic. Back in 2019, Rihanna, born Robin Rihanna Fenty, sued her father for using the family name to promote his venture called Fenty Entertainment. The Grammy-winning singer also accused him of using her name to make money without her approval. In her lawsuit, Rihanna insisted she has no involvement with Ronald Fenty Entertainment, which was established in 2017. She also asked a judge to issue an injunction against her dad to prevent him from further exploiting, exploiting the name. And although Mr. Fenty is Rihanna's father, he does not have and never has had authority to act on Rihanna's behalf. That's what the legal document read. The singer further claimed that her father was creating issues because he was booking shows for her even though he wasn't her agent. She admitted that he booked a whole $15 million tour overseas and a couple of shows in Los Angeles without checking with her. Rihanna went on saying that she had no knowledge of the content and it caused her reputation harm when it came to deal with venues and promoters. She also took issue with her father for reportedly trying to trademark their family name, Fenty, to use for boutique, uh, boutique hotels, but the application was shot down. Uh, for his part, Ronald fired back at his daughter's suit and demanded it to be dismissed. The 67-year-old dad didn't claim he was the first to use his last name, and Rihanna needed to back up. No one can keep Bob Odenkirk down, not even a pesky little heart attack. The 58-year-old actor returned to the set of Better Call Saul Wednesday, less than six weeks after suffering a heart attack while filming the Breaking Bad prequel series. Uh, this is what he tweeted with a photo from the makeup chair. He said, quote, so happy to be here and living this specific life surrounded by such good people, unquote. Odin Kirk, who played lawyer Jimmy McGill on the downward spiral to becoming the slippery solicitor Sol, uh, Sal Goodman on the AMC series, collapsed on the set on July 27 and was rushed to a New Mexico hospital. He suffered a small heart attack, that's what he told fans, and the blockage was fixed without surgery. Odenkirk has earned four Emmy nominations for lead actor in a drama for Better Call Saul in the show's five-year run. The sixth season is currently filming. 
Spotify users are clearly loving Drake's new album. After releasing his highly anticipated six-fold-length studio album, Certified Lover Boy, on Friday, Drake has had his name next to a new Spotify record as the most streamed album in a single day. Spotify made the announcement about the record the next day. Drake's representative confirmed the news to Complex, adding that the record was also held by Drake's previous album, Scorpion. For the most streamed album of the year, Drake joined Kanye's West Donda and Olivia Rodrigo's Sour, according to People magazine. Drake celebrated the news of his record-breaking album with a photo on Instagram showing the announcement from Spotify broadcast in Times Square. He captioned the photo with a painting nail emoji. Certified Loverboy was supposed to be released in January, but lingering health issues that the 34-year-old rapper was dealing with delayed its release. The album featured collaboration with Jay-Z, Travis Scott, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Nicki Minaj, and plenty more rap stars. And Kiki Palmer and Ilana Glazer are teaming up to host live stream red carpet coverage of the upcoming Met Gala. The actresses have been given unprecedented access to fashion's big night, and they will interview celebrities and designers as part of a Vogue.com broadcast. This will mark Newman Glazer's hosting debut, while Kiki previously fronted the virtual 2020 MTV Video Music Awards and TV magazine show Stram, Sarah, and Kiki. She has also served as a guest co-host on The View and The Wendy Williams Show. The 2021 Met Gala will take place on September 13th. It will help launch In America, a lexicon of fashion, which will open at the museum on September 18th in celebration of the Costume Institute's 75th anniversary. It will run through September 5th, 2022. Its second part in American and Anthology of Fashion will open on May 5th. 2022. It will explore the development of American fashion by presenting narratives that relate to the complex and layered histories of those spaces. The September Gala itself will enforce a strict COVID-19 safety precaution. Billie Eilish will, Eilish will make history at the charity fundraiser by becoming the gala's youngest ever co-chair alongside Naomi Asaka, poet Amanda Gorman, and Timothy Chalamet. Tom Ford, Adam Waziri, and Vogue Editor-in-Chief Anna Wintour will serve as honorary chairs. And Megan Trainer is launching her own podcast series. The pop star is teaming up with her brother Ryan Trainer for the new series uh, titled Working On It, which is set to set premiere on September 15th. Megan and Ryan will meet up each week to discuss a broad range of issues, including parenthood, mental health, and fame. The All About That Bass hitmaker has six has a has a six month old son Riley with her husband, uh, Spy Kid star Daryl Sabora, and uh, she previously confessed to suffering a little PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder, after giving birth to her baby boy. The chart-topping singer gave birth via a C-section and admitted she initially struggled to recover from the delivery, which led to her son spending five days in intensive care after he experienced breathing issues. And uh, singer Lord and Katy Perry will be honored for their philanthropy at Variety's 2021 Power of Women Los Angeles Gathering. Lord is being recognized for her work with Climate Change Group 350 uh, Ontario, uh, or Ontario, while um, Perry and her firework foundation charity staff members will be feted for working to empower children from undeserved communities by getting them involved in the arts. The upcoming ceremony will make its return as a live event outdoors at the Wallace Annenberg Center on September 30th with poet and activist Amanda Gorman, actress Rita Moreno, and Warner Brothers Television Group Chairman Shannon Dungy also set to be recognized. The event, which will present in partnership with the U.S. Women's Cable Network Lifetime, celebrates the philanthropy of women working in media and entertainment. 
Bill Cosby accuser Andrea Constant has broken her silence following the comedian's release from jail, calling the TV star a sexual violent predator. Cosby spent three years behind bars after he was found guilty of drugging and sexually assaulting Temple University staff member Constant in 2004, but his conviction was overturned in June, this past June, days before he was granted his freedom. His accuser previously told reporters she was shocked and disappointed by the news Cosby was getting out of jail, and now she has given her first interview since the comedian's release. She told the Today Show yesterday, Tuesday, September 7, that he is a sexual violent predator who basically was let out of jail, adding she was disgusted by images of uh, father, the hot fatherhood star raising his fist in triumph. And this is what she said. She said, quote, it didn't surprise me given the level of arrogance and having no remorse. During the time he was incarcerated, absolute zero remorse for what he did to me, unquote. The comedian was convicted of three counts of indecent aggravated assault against Constant in 2018 and sentenced to three to ten years in prison. More than 60 women had accused the Cosby Show star of sexual assault. Constant new memoir about her experience with the now-free TV star and the criminal justice system, The Moment, is out now. Right now we have here uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about oh, the new Marvel movie, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. It has proved that it is a box office a spectacle against all odds. We're going to be talking about that. And also um, Jennifer Hudson said that she regrets not asking Aretha Franklin about why she was selected for the role in Respect. And uh, James Corden and his Cinderella co-stars, Camila Cabello, Billy Porter, and Adina Meldell, have caused a traffic snarl-up in Los Angeles. And um, Tom Cruise reportedly has had a copy of the new Top Gun movie stolen from his BMW. And Amazon spokesman has denied a report that Nicole Kidman walked off the set of her upcoming series, Expat. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
Right now we got 28 minutes left remaining in the show That was new music from her and Closer to Me Before we went to the the music break I was telling you about Chang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings It proved that it's a box office spectacular against all odds Debuting this weekend over the usual sleepy Labor Day frame, the latest Marvel movie surpassed industry projection with an estimated 71.4 million opening gross over the three-day weekend. It, it was a box office spectacular against all odds. That's what they're saying. And um, actor Simu Liu um, starring in the flick, he broke the all-time Labor Day record, surpassing previous record holders, uh, Halloween in 2007, which grossed 26.4 over the three-day frame. Shang-Chi is estimated to bring in $89.2 million over the four-day weekend, far beyond the $30.6 million collected by the Rob Zombie-directed slasher film of the same time frame. With the impressive opening number, Shang-Chi leads the Labor Day box office far ahead of the last week champion, Candyman, which now sits at number two with approximately $10.6 million. Free Guy falls from the runner-up spot to the third with an estimated $8.7 million, and Paw Patrol, the movie, falls far behind in the fourth plate with approximately $4 million. Meanwhile, Jungle Cruise trail close behind and rounds out the top five with an estimated $3.95 million. Jennifer Hudson regret not asking Aretha Franklin about why she selected her for the lead role in Respect. The 39-year-old star was handpicked by the late music icon who died in 2018 to play her in the biopic, and Jennifer wishes she would have asked for the reasoning behind the singer's decision. The uh, star revealed that it dawned on her during production as to why she had been selected as they both suffered the loss of relatives in tragic circumstances at a young age. Uh, Jennifer said, quote, I realize she must have been have seen behind the Jennifer that sings and acts. She saw the life experiences as well. Maybe she saw the pain that I tried to hide. In a lot of ways, there were pr- parallels. I feel like I ended up telling her story through my pain, unquote. Hudson admitted that she found it daunting stepping into the role as you can't duplicate Aretha Franklin. And despite playing one music legend on the big screen, Jennifer doesn't want to portray 
Whitney Houston and is instead hoping to land the role of talk show legend Oprah Winfrey. The star also revealed that she enjoyed working on Cats despite the fact that it was paneled by critics and audiences. And James Corden and his Cinderella co-stars, Camilla Cabello, Billy Porter, and Adina Menzel, have caused a traffic snarled up in Los Angeles during a fun promo uh, spot for the film. Uh, the uh, the British uh, late-night talk show host who started the movie is also a producer. He teamed up with his fellow actors for the latest edition of the late-late-night late, late, late talk show Crosswalks, the musical segment, last Thursday. Now, Corden, who was dressed up as Cinderella Fairy Godmother, uh, quipped he had given Billy the wrong address for the spot because he's intimidated by the Poe star talent. The stars then launch into song uh, and uh, performance of the film mashup, which includes uh, Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation, Jennifer Lopez, Let's Get Loud, and Desiree, You Gotta Be. The funny TV clip wrapped with uh, Billy getting into his own back on James, who played a mouse in Cinderella by turning him into one of the tiny critters. The new version of the classic fairy tale premiered last Friday, September 3rd, on the U.S. streaming site, Amazon Prime. The movie also starred Nicholas uh, Galenzine, Pierce Bronson, and, oh no, Pierce Bronson, yeah, Pierce Bronson, and uh, Missy Elliott. And it's directed by Pitch Perfect uh, director Kay Cannon. And, okay. Uh, lost my uh, train of thought there. Uh, T- Tom Cruise reportedly had a. Um, <laughs> this is crazy. It seems like Tom Cruise is not having luck on the movie sets. You know, it's bad enough that uh, staff and crew members weren't wearing masks. He was so strict about you know the COVID pr- protocol, and now he's reportedly had a copy of the new Top Gun movie stolen from his BMW. The Hollywood star had been in the U.K. over the recent months filming the new Mission Impossible film, and he's apparently had a rare copy of the Top Gun Maverick in the vehicle when it was dramatically swiped last month. The BMW and the copy of the film were both eventually recovered by the police, but at this stage it's not yet known whether the movie was copied by the crooks. An Amazon spokesman has denied reports that Nicole Kidman walked off the set of her upcoming series, Expats, insisting she completed her work as scheduled. Hong Kong online news outlet HK01 reported over the weekend that the Big Little Lies actress has left the production over creative differences with director Lulu Wang. But show bosses insist the news is untrue. Since filming began last month, sources have also told local media outlets that Wang and Nicole argue while filming in a street market. Expats is the story of three women in an international community whose lives are changed after a sudden family tragedy. Nicole served as the executive producer on this series, which is based on the Janice Y.K. Lee novel. It also starred Ji Young Yu, Jack Houston, and uh, Sarah Yu Blue. It's not the first time Nicole has hit headlines over the show. Locals were purportedly upset that the Aussie was able to bypass Hong Kong's strict COVID protocols, which normally requires a seven-day quarantine period on arrival when she arrived there in August. Last June, the actress also hit headline when she and her husband, Keith Urban, were exempted by the Australian state of New South Wales hotel quarantine in favor of home quarantine after they flew into Sydney from the U.S. ahead of production of the miniseries Nine Perfect Strangers. And the Oscar winner Barry Levinson is suiting up to tell the dramatic human tale behind the history-making 1969 Apollo 11 moon landing for the first time. The series title One Giant Leap will focus on the personality conflicts within the flight team that almost doomed the mission before it left the launch pad, and this is according to Deadline. It will also cover lesser-known aspects of the Cold War space race, including the Soviet Union's attempt to destroy the American spacecraft on its way 
way to the moon. The lead roles of Apollo 11 astronaut Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, and Mike Collins, as well as NASA psychiatrist Rachel Catherine Ludwig, have not yet been cast. Kevin Costner will serve as executive producer. Neil Armstrong is also the subject of a Hollywood movie amply titled First Man. It's directed by Damien Chazelle, who brought you Whiplash, and fronted by Ryan Gosling. Based on James R. Hansen's book about the iconic astronaut, it was released in 2018 and received multiple nominations at the Golden Globes, Oscar, and British Academy Film Awards. Snooki is returning to the Jersey Shore after retiring from the reality show and telling fans she was taking time to focus on family matters and her mental health. The TV favorite, whose real name is Nicole Elizabeth uh, uh, Laval, that's her new her married name, has confirmed she is ready to party again for season five of the Jersey Shore Family Vacation. The reality star told fans to expect much of the same old Snooky. She said, quote, it's already a shit show, she said, and we've been filming a couple of weeks and we're just drinking, so I bought the, she said, I, bought the pro, I brought the party back, unquote. Snooky was not really part of the show last season after her comedy roast routine at the Jersey show, uh, Shore's uh, co-star Angelina Pivenick, uh wedding fell flat. Uh, the backlash reportedly prompted her to quit the show. Snooki became a Jersey Shore standout when the hit show debuted on MTV back in 2009. And a familiar face is returning to season 18 of Grey's Anatomy. It was revealed on uh, Thursday, September 2nd, that Kate Waltz is set to be back as Dr. Addison Montgomery in the upcoming season. The actress revealed the exciting news in a special video posted on the ABC show's official Instagram account. Waltz didn't exactly detail when and in what contact her character will appear. However, the actress did hint that it will mark her character's ground no, her grand return. Uh, Walsh made debut as Addison in season one finale back finale back in uh, 2005. Her su- surprise arrival complicated her then-husband Derek Shepard's romantic relationship with then-intern Meredith Grey. The actress stayed as a series regular for season two and season three. She was then leading private practice, which ran for six seasons on ABC. And in addition to uh, Walsh's return, season 18 of Great Anatomy, the new season, will feature Kate Burton's return as Meredith's late mother, Alice Gray. Gray's Anatomy returns on Thursday, September 30th on ABC. Well, I know fans are going to be looking, we're going to be thrilled about that. And um, Cardi B, congratulations to her. Uh, She definitely put the labor in Labor Day weekend. The hip-hop star gave birth to her second child, a boy with fellow rapper Offset, on Saturday. She shared the news on Monday with an Instagram photo showing Cardi B cradling the new bundle of joy in a blue blanket alongside her uh, husband. The duo has not has not announced the newborn's name. Uh, Cardi B revealed her pregnancy in June when she performed at the BET Awards with her baby bump visible. She said uh, she captioned on her Instagram post, uh, number two, featuring a pregnancy photo at the time. The Bronx-raised Cardi B and Offset also has a three-year-old daughter named Culture. And keeping up with the Kardashian star, Kylie Jenner will indeed have another child to keep up with. Jenner uh, confirmed her pregnancy late Tuesday, sharing a video on Instagram that shows her celebrating with boyfriend Travis Scott. The one-and-a-half-minute clip also chronicles moments from the 24-year-old Jenner's pregnancy so far, including showing her attending doctor's appointments, sharing the news with her mom, Kris Jenner, and cradling her baby, Bump. It's the second child for Jenner and Scott, who has a three-year-old daughter named Stormy. The Kylie cosmetic founder has been in a relationship since 2017 with Scott, a rapper known for hits such as Goosebumps and Sicko Mode. Kylie Jenner is the youngest of Kris Jenner's six children. Wow. Another bundle. And um, also, uh, 
Justin Bieber is uh, ringing in 2021, New Year all over again. A new documentary called Justin Bieber, Our World, follows the Canadian pop star to the Beverly Hilton Hotel, where he performed his first concert in three years uh, last December 31st in front of 240 invited guests with millions watching at home. Uh, the documentary will premiere on Amazon Prime on October 8th following Beaver and his close-knit team in the month leading up to the show as they rehearse and construct a monumental stage while adhering to strict health and safety protocols, according to the streaming service, as well as personal self-shot moments between Beaver and his wife, Haley. Michael D. Ratner, who previously directed Demi Lovato's Dancing with the Devil, will direct Our World. Uh, Justin Bieber, Our World, is a raw and unprecedented snapshot of Justin and who's closest to him during a pivotal time in his life and career. And Jennifer uh, Falke is head of, uh, uh, who's head of the Amazon studio. That's what she had mentioned in a statement. Wow. Right now we have uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and we'll be back with the last uh, last stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. new music from JoJo called Worse I Assume. 
Right now we have here 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Janet Jackson took to social media over the extended weekend to offer the first look of her upcoming documentary called simply titled Janet. Initially announced in March, Janet set out shows for unprecedented access to the music icon with an intimate, honest, and unfiltered look at her untold story. Released Monday on the Nasty Singer Instagram account and A&E's YouTube channel, the clip revealed never-before-seen images and archival footage from her five-decade career, which began at the age of 10 on the Jackson Television Variety Series in 1976. Mariah Carey, Missy Elliott, and Paula Abdul are among the bold-faced names featured in the teaser of the four-hour film, which will roll out as a two-night event in January 2022 to coincide with the 40th anniversary of Jackson 1982 self-titled debut album. The five-time Grammy winner served as the executive producer on the project, along with her brother Randy Jackson. The basic cable network previously stated that no subject was off-limits for the Ben Hirsch Helm film. Dancing with the Stars is back with an almost all-star cast. The ABC competition show will return on stage on September 30th for its milestone 30th season, and host Tyra Banks um, this year, competi- uh, competitors actually include country singer Jimmy Allen, Spice Girl Melanie C, Bling Empire star uh, Christine uh, Chu, Beverly Hills 90210 actor Brian Austin Green, The Office star Melora Hardin, influencer Olivia Jay, the daughter of Lori Lachlan, who was caught up in the college admission scandal, uh, former bachelor Matt James, the talk host Amanda Klutz, a Cobra Kai star, Martin Cove, gold medal Olympic gymnast, Suni Lee, WWE superstar, Mike DeMitz Mizanin, the Real Housewife of Atlanta star, Kenya Moore, Peloton instructor, Cody Rigsby, NBA champion, Iman Shumpert, and pop star, Jojo Siwa. Len Goodman, who missed last season due to the COVID-19 pandemic, Carrianna Nava, Bruno Tenali, and uh, Derek Hoff will all return as expert judges. The celebrity professional partners have not yet been announced, but Siwa, who's 18, previously revealed that she will have the first same-sex partner in Dancing with the Stars history. Meek Mills has has uh, thrilled Made in America festival attendees in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, with a surprise set on Saturday night. Day one of the two-day gathering founded by Jay-Z, which was canceled last uh, year due to the coronavirus crisis, began with performances from headliner Little Baby, rapper Young Thug, and Megan Thee Stallion, who delivered hits Riller, Freak Nasty and WAP, respectively. Just as R&B singer Kalani was scheduled to take the Liberty stage, hometown rapper Mills appeared with a surprise 20-minute set, including his signature tune, Dreams and Nightmares. Fans who had been leaving the arena came sprinting back when they realized Mills was hitting the stage. After Meat's uh, set, Kalani came on stage with a full band for her own performance. And he wasn't the only surprise guest. Midway through, Little Baby said he brought out Little Uzi Vert, who stole the show with his catchy track, Exo Tour Lift 3, uh, Life 3, actually, leading the crowd as it uh, as he uh, rapped along to the lyrics, Push Me to the Edge. And Mills made one more appearance joining Little Baby, who said ended with a firework display. City officials and concert organizers had proceeded with staging the festival despite the surging Delta COVID variant and rising cases. Proof of vaccination or negative COVID tests were required for the entry, although the inquiry reported that mask policies were not enforced and event images showed multiple maskless fans. Made in America chief did not respond to the outlet's request for comment about the event's COVID-19 protocol. Justin Bieber is set to close the festival as Sunday night's headliner. 
British rock veterans UFO will play their last ever show next year in 2022. The Dr. Dr. Hitmaker's final concert will take place on October 29, 2022 in Athens, Greece, and more than 50 years later. UFO will also make several European appearances throughout the summer and autumn of 2022, including concerts in Spain, the Netherlands, and the Czech Republic before wrapping up for good. They also promise a number of real highlights, including a public rehearsal on June 20, 2022, at the Beatbox in Hanover, Germany, for which only 80 tickets will be available. The following day, they'll perform a private open-air concert for 300 people. Uh, singer Phil Mogg, who helped found the group amid in the statement closing up shop after half a century, will be bittersweet. Sadly, guitarist, keyboardist, and vocalist Paul Raymond died in April of 2019 following the first leg of the tour. Neil Carter, who previously served as Raymond's replacement from 1980 to 1983, filled in for the late, for the late musician. UFO are credited with influencing a number of heavy metal groups, rock groups, including Metallica, Iron Maiden, Judas, Judas Priest, and Def Leppard. Nicole Scherzinger is hit with a lawsuit regarding the Pussycat Dolls reunion. Founder Robin Antony is suing the singer for allegedly refusing to perform in the reunion tour despite an agreement in 2019. In the lawsuit, which was obtained by E! News, the Masked Singer panelist allegedly received $600,000 from Live Nation after she agreed to perform in the reunion tour following two years of negotiation. The February 2019 agreement, which was dubbed the Memorandum of Understanding, stated that Nicole would be an active partner and perform in a reunion tour, including up to 45 live performances in the reunion, which was set for December of 2019. Nicole will receive 49% of the shares and profit, while Robin would get the other 51%. However, COVID-19 pandemic halted the plans with Robin explaining in the suit. They said before the original scheduled date of the tour, a once-in-a-century global pandemic halted music touring activities, no other option than to uh, indefinitely postpone the tour until it became safe and economically viable to reschedule. Later in April 2021, Nicole proposed a new term of the agreement in which she requested to become the owner of 75% of the PCD worldwide. She also wanted to have complete creative control and become the final decision-making authority. Nicole reasoned that she had to forego the growth of her personal brand and the opportunity in order to continue with the partnership. Robin, however, refused as he insisted that she was already contractually obligated to be an active partner under the terms of the MOU. Uh, the singer then expressly stated that she would not join the reunion tour and refused to participate. In May, prompting headaches to tour promoters, agents, and merchandising companies and others involved. The suit added that the tour dates were planned but are able to be confirmed because of show singer's extortion. Robin seeks damages, including all profits lost as a result of Nicole Scherzinger refusing to perform in addition to compensatory and punitive damages as well as uh, equitable uh, relief due to Nicole's alleged breach and uh, tortuous conduct. She She wants a trial by jury. And Harry Styles had landed in hot water for his lack of concern amid the COVID-19 pandemic after he spat water on stage at his Las Vegas concert. The former One Direction member found himself being labeled disgusting by one of the disappointing fans. The British singer did his whale blow during the Love on Tour show that took place on September 4th at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. In a video surfacing online, he was seen chucking water and then spinning it out into the air. And many on Twitter have since dragged Harry for his antics. Uh, backlash aside, Harry must have had a great time at his Love on Tour show since his rumored girlfriend, Olivia Wilde, came for support. And Kanye West has become the second artist to chart at least 23 songs in the Billboard Hot 100 in the same week. Only Drake has scored more consecutive hits, and he had managed that feat three times, twice in 2018 and once in 2018. 17. All of Kanye's 23 songs are from his new mem- number one album, Donda, which opened on the Billboard 200 chart with 309 equivalent album units, 
making marking the biggest week of 2021 so far and giving the rapper his 10th chart topper. Hurricane is Kanye's highest debut at 6, with Jail fall at 10, the rap star's 19th and 20th top hit, uh, 10 hit. Ironically, the Drake, uh, Drake is expected to claim the crown this week following Friday's release of his new album, Certified Lover Boy. And um, uh, ABBA mania is sweeping through Britain, uh, through Britain again as fans rush to pre-order copies of the pop supergroup's super first new album in 40 years. Over 80,000 Brits have snapped up pre-orders offer in just three days after ABBA announced their new album, Voyage, will be released on November 5th. It has become Universal Music, UK's biggest album pre-order ever. The new album will be followed up with The Visitor, which hit the top of the charts in 1981. Meanwhile, tickets for the band Hologram Comeback concert in London went on sale on Tuesday, September 7. The quartet will perform digitally with a live 10-piece band at a purpose-built ABBA arena at Queen's Elizabeth Olympic Park next May. ABBA's greatest hit collection, Gold, is the second best-selling album of all time in the U.K., having spent more than 1,000 weeks in the chart with a 5.61 million copies sold as of August 2021. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones. Give Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you later. Talk, uh, take care. Bye.